Hey everybody, it's uh, Croydon Cryer, John here. I'm uh, trying a different microphone setup today, so hopefully that works out. I have decided to take some of my birthday money that's coming up and to get a decent microphone. And hopefully that will improve the audio quality. Small baby steps. I've also decided to look into a website to see if I can maybe have a website, you know? Utilize my my birthday funds to the way that's best going to help me. So, you know. Uh, it's been about like 10 days since my last podcast. I think maybe more. Um, I, I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it. I mean, I don't even really have a topic today. I just wanted to... Uh, to get one up because it's been a little bit so you know I have a list of topics I can maybe cover I'm trying to get some motivation and inspiration to uh, find a topic here so I'm not entirely sure what the topic will be I'll probably decide that in a little bit but you know nothing new happening with me I still haven't got this fucking dresser done so today today is the day that the thing gets done I uh I don't know those because there's a uh, uh, you know uh, a friend I guess a uh, guy I know wants to take me out to, for free drinks on his on his bar tab and it's like I, I want to go but I don't want to go I, I can talk to him about the website but I'm not trying to go for like the next four hours I I'm not entirely sure what's gonna happen with all that but yeah so that's why I decided to try out the new microphone. On the off chance I do go, can I still record a podcast? That kind of thing, you know? So, um, yeah. It's been nice up here, weather-wise, I guess. A little rainy, but I enjoy the rain, so that's not a problem, really, for me. Uh, we had gotten a new grill, a little baby grill, from Pampered Chef. Fired that up last night for the first time. And it uh, worked real good. Uh, didn't use a lot of charcoal and stuff, you know, that kind of thing. So it's uh, it's really cool. I look forward to grilling more this summer as, uh, as we now have that and have used it. And um, it's built and everything. So it was, it was nice to sit out. We, I, I took it out front. I was going to do it on the porch, but then um, the guy, Steve, said, uh, you know, maybe take it out to the to the grass, so I did. And I'm glad I did, because I, f- I forgot, like, you know, when you first light charcoal, it flames up. So I'm kind of glad we uh, followed uh, his advice on that. So, you know, sat outside, grilled some burgers up, had a beer, watched the cars go by. It was nice. Nice little thing. So, uh... Probably going to use it again tonight for some chicken. Yeah, I got some, well, she pulled some chicken. Girlfriend pulled some chicken legs. So, you know, I'll uh, I'll brine those in a little bit, get all that started, and use the grill again tonight. So apparently she's never, a girlfriend has never had um, something charcoal, grilled with charcoal before. And she, I'm glad that, see, nowadays they have, they have the, um, uh, self-igniting 
charcoal, which is good because back in the day, so if you you know sometimes the lighter fluid taste would uh, come with the food, and that's never never a good fun time. And I think that's a lot of reason why you know some people had switched to propane, but you know the charcoal ignited it. it it flamed on, it, you know, did a little pyramid and bullet on fire. Didn't even take that much to light it. And, I mean, it was, it was nice. And I look, I really am looking forward. It's been a long time since I've grilled. So I'm kind of really looking forward to uh, more opportunities to grill this, this summer coming up. Uh, if it's not already technically here, I, I'm enjoying the nice weather. It's it's beautiful to me, and maybe because I'm happier, um, uh, with my life and my current situations, and you know I don't have a whole lot to be um, ungrateful for, and I find I have a lot a lot to be grateful for. You know, I got a one thing I still got to deal with, but, you know, I'm looking into maybe taking classes. Uh, you know, maybe do that, see what happens uh, along those lines. You know, so I'm uh, feeling very positive these days. And, you know, I don't leave the house a lot, but I don't mind that. And um, I feel like I do do a little bit. I try to... Do a little couple exercises here and there. Now that my shoulder's back to normal, I want to get that uh, stronger so I don't keep having problems. And um, get, I'm going to have to change the oil again. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I like my life right now. I enjoy it. And, uh, you know, not every, not every day is a picnic in paradise, but... Uh, big picture overall. I really uh, enjoy where my life has gotten me at this point. And, you know, it took a long, it was a long, long road to get here. And sometimes I feel like it's not real. You know, that it's going to disappear at any moment. It'll just, you know, poof, disappear before my eyes. And I'll... Because that's what I'm used to having happen, you know. I get uh, the things I like. I achieve something. I, I, I do that for a little bit, and then it all gets snatched away from me. Uh, you know, by circumstance, by this, by that, you know. Uh, the old saying, if it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all, that kind of thing. And, you know, that's what I'm used to, so... It just, over the years, has made me very cautious. And and it's that's stressful in this, like, in a relationship situation. You know, I can't, I can't always be focusing on, on, on this, on this demise that, that might never ever happen. And unless I, I focus on it, I, I don't even, you know, it's try to self-destruct before it happens. Uh, you know, it's strange. I, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, you know, I just gotta get more comfortable and work on that, I guess, it's just, it's difficult to do after so many years of, you know, 
big circumstances where everything falls apart and I'm standing there with nowhere to go and, you know, I'm sleeping on a park bench that night or something. Like, that's what I'm used to. I'm used to having happen when things start going my way at all. It all disappears and falls down and I'm back to back to square one. And I gotta realize that the situation I'm in, I don't feel or foresee that something like that will happen. So I have to, like, acceptance is a hard thing. So accepting the fact that, you know, the relationship is stable and secure is apparently a hurdle for me. So, you know, I have to accept that fact. And and, and it's funny because it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing, you know. Usually acceptance is in relation to... Uh, a difficult or trying situation and in in this instance it's to you know I have to I have to accept the fact that this was a good I'm in a, in a good relationship with a partner that's engaged and um, doesn't doesn't plan on going anywhere and and tells me that and you know after the last relationship that lasted way too long and um, you know, never being secure there, and and it's you know I knew that we were not compatible long term, and I kept fooling myself. But so from that, I I come here and I'm used to that conditioning, which is funny because I know in this instance it's the complete opposite of the of the last relationship. But I'm so used to the last relationship, I am in a mindset. In the back of my head, I don't know somewhere, and um, it pops up every now and then, and it, it's it's strange. Maybe that's that's why I keep dragging my feet on this on this dresser, you know. And dressers like permanent furniture. It's uh, you know, you know where all your clothes are. They're all in one spot. And that's that's strange, you know. After even even living at uh at the last the last girlfriend at dumbass's house, I um I had a pile of clothes on the floor. I had a dresser with like six things in it, and um all my clothes were in a in a pile on the floor. Or they were they were in a bin, uh, a plastic tote, a bit large, you know, large plastic tote, and. So even in that instance, I didn't, I didn't use the dresser. That you know, I don't know. It's it's a permanent feeling, I guess, when you have a dresser. It, it adds a sense of permanent, permanence. Is that the? I'm not even sure if that what word to use in that situation, but in my head, it makes the situation feel more permanent, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just an awkward thing, I guess, for me. I mean, you know, when's the last time I actually, you know, owned my own own dresser and had my clothes in it that, you know, went to the store, got it, picked it out, you know. I didn't have to build them. My dad built them back then. But that's how long ago it was. I was, I was a fucking kid. Last time I actually had a dresser was, like, you know, when I, when I was 23, you know. 
something like that. 22, 23. And uh, I haven't had a dresser since then. That's over 10, you know, it's 10 years ago. So it's just a strange, strange feeling, you know. And, and so there's this big pile of shit in the living room because I got to build this dresser and, you know, in the back of my brain, it, uh, it's like, oh, you're just setting, you know, don't get, don't, don't get, don't get comfortable. And it, that's hard to get over that kind of, that kind of thing that's been conditioned in, in the whole, you know, n never being able to be, get comfortable somewhere because you ha it's not really yours to be there. And it's just complete, I don't know. I have to get over all that and realize. But I, I do realize it, obviously. I guess I just have to get over that and accept it. But, but that's easier, easier said than done, I guess, you know. Acknowledging something and, and, and putting the action into changing something is uh, two different things. So, you know, acknowledging it is, is the easiest part of the bit. Now, finding a way to change how I, how I think, that's, that's the difficult. The difficult part there, that's where, uh, that's where the work needs to get done, I guess. But that takes time. So hopefully I don't fuck it up in, 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 the, in the interim, <laughs> you know. Because, uh. If, I, if, I've, if, I, if I've ever done anything consistent in my life, it, it's just, you know, fuck shit up. But I, I gotta get over that, you know. I was, you know. The shit people scream at you as a kid it does affect you, you know. But I don't have to fulfill that prophecy still, I guess. I don't have to fulfill that negative, negative thought of me that was instilled by other people. And, um, you know, but again, that's easier said than done too. So yeah, hopefully I get some of this dresser done. Well, I want to get it done today, so I, I'm going to build the drawers and, um, you know, see what happens from there. So I'm here, I'm back. I'm liking this new this new microphone setup, I guess. It's a little freer for me. A little you know it's easier to manage. Hold on, I gotta check the time. I'm on time constraints. And I don't have a timer, so I've been having trouble coming up with a topic today. I don't know, I just really wanted a podcast. It's funny. Since I had no no topic or anything to think of to talk. So I had opened, I have a notebook where I write down, like, ideas. And recently, you know, I wrote down some concepts to explore, and, and the first one I had written was forgiveness, because, you know, that's a hard concept to grasp. And I mean, it's been something I've been having to work on personally. Um, more recently, in the last couple of years and 
you know, as as a as a younger person, I um I didn't totally understand like you know forgiveness, and I, I you know I I heard all the cliches like you know if you want to let go of something you have to forgive the person who did something wrong to you, whatever you felt was how how that person wronged you you have to forgive them for for the wrong to move on yourself and i never kind of you know as a younger person i never really understood that concept i could comprehend the concept but i couldn't couldn't understand application i guess but so more recently as i've been trying to you know work on myself the topic of forgiveness definitely comes up a lot and so, and it's, you know, as I had a childish, I guess, um, concept of, of the matter of forgiveness, uh, you know, it's just like, oh, I forgive you, and, you know, the feelings disappear. So I, what I thought forgiveness was was, like, not being angry with the person, I guess, for whatever they did to you. So in my case, you know, people are always said, I'll, you know, it'll be a little bit easier, less abstract, but people always said you have to forgive um, y- your your mother for, for what she did to you as a child. And, you know, uh, for a while I held on to that, that anger and um, uh, of a very long while, actually, and I feel like a lot of it kind of fueled me in my in my life you know as a, as as to making certain life decisions that i made in regards to i want i can't really get back at you in, in any other way than being like a, a failure or i will punish you by punishing me there's a lot that goes into that but that's one aspect of why i made some choices that i made in life but so uh, you know f- a few years ago i i started to explore the topic a little more and, um, you know, it's, it's much more complicated than that. So I remember a few years ago, I was, I was trying to, you know, deal with, you know, the traumas as, as I experienced as a child. And it, was, it gave me a sense of, of loss. And I, and I remember I asked a, fr- a friend of mine who works in, um, you know, a therapy field, uh, what do you do with your trauma when it's become like your security blanket, right? Like your experiences you hold on to so tightly, your, the memories of it. What, what like, it, it defines me, you know, that those incidents when I was younger defined who I became as a person and, and for a very long time. And in order to change who I was as a person, I was going to have to let go of of the this stuff much more than I had at the point this was a couple like two years ago much more than I had to up to that point and it was giving me a sense of you know emptiness I guess because I I it was I hadn't realized at the time it, it became part of my personality it was the trauma and the feelings associated with that were intertwined and who I had become and who I was in in every aspect of my life. And so I had to, I had to learn that forgiveness isn't just saying saying something. Forgiveness is, is pain for, from dealing with the memories 
you know, it's not or not only that or the you know or incident or whatever it is. In my case, it's the it was pain from dealing with the memories of my my abuse, and then it was it, it, forgiveness is also a loss. So that that was that made it easier to understand. You know, I feel like I'm losing part of of me because that anger and resentment had become, uh, you know, had become me. I became that, and not much more. And, um, you know, you have to let go of all that to, to truly forgive someone. And, and you know, what what do you replace that with? What what did I, you know, what's going to motivate me to, to do any anything in this life? And, you know... How how is this gonna you know what what do I replace it with basically, and and um, you know thankfully I'm in in a, a relationship now so I can try to replace the the feelings of of loss and aspect I I, could, I had to find who I was as a person I guess and the the relationship I'm currently in helped me because the, the when I started doing this two years ago it was difficult for me to. I don't know, I was around a person who had known, known me for about, you know, 10 years at the time, and so knew knew that how I operated that way, so when I tried to change my patterns, it was hard, and I'm, I'm not trying to use this as just a, an excuse, but, you know, someone expects you to act a certain way in a certain situation, and if you start trying to act differently, I, I feel that that person tried to make me act the way they thought I was going to react. But so, you know, I had to change, you know, that uh, letting go and forgiving and letting go of, you know, the anger surrounding my circumstances was very hard and it was personality changing. Because, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I realized I'm not just angry that, you know, my mom hit me or whatever. I'm angry that, you know, you did that. I'm angry that you hit me. But I'm angry that you took that, that trust away, that relationship away. I see other people interact with um, their mothers, and it's, it's odd to me because I'd never, like, pick up the phone and call a lady. I have nothing to talk to her about. And, um, you know, I was angry that, you know, uh, I, I developed lo low self-esteem because, you know, all the, all the things you, you said to me, uh, uh, we're not, and other th things people, other people said to me, we're not, you know, esteem building as a child. So, as an adult, I lacked self esteem to even see myself doing anything other than, you know, living on the street doing drugs. You know, I didn't, I didn't see myself as better than that. And you know that, you know, I was, I'm, I was, you know, the more I cleaned up, the more angry I was about that. Like, you know. <coughs> That's not fair to do to a kid, and you know I'm I'm I was angry at like the feeling of the loss of a childhood, you know, because other kids were doing A, B, and C, and I was doing other, you know other things were happening to me, and you know as I got older and realized like my life was not, not the norm, I you know I hit a certain age and I became angry that I didn't. I didn't get what other people got, I guess, you know. The, the, the feelings of anger of missing, missing out on experiences other people had, the majority of other people had. And, you know, that, 
I didn't realize, I didn't even realize I was angry at, like, like that, you know, I just, but, you know, so I had to peel the, the, the layers of the anger onion, I guess, and, and, you know, I had to learn, that's why I'm grateful for the life I've led, because it's let me learn the things that I have, so, you know, anger is a, is not, is, is kind of a complex emotion, but it's not really, so, I, uh, there, there was a great counselor I had at an inpatient rehab that I had gone to, and, um, we had an anger workshop, and, you know, for, I don't know, I don't know why I was paying attention, because usually, you know, at, when I go to an inpatient, where, when I would go to an inpatient rehab, I, uh, wouldn't really pay attention to groups, because, you know, I, I know all the stuff you're trying to teach me, I, I, I've thought in my head, I, I've been in rehab at, at that point for, you know, 10, 10 plus years I'd been doing it, and, um, not successfully, of course, and, uh, so I listened this one day, and he broke it down, and, and it made me, and I, I thought hard, because the one thing that he said that made me think was anger is not a primary emotion, anger is a secondary emotion, so there's an underlying emotion that you feel prior to feeling angry. And that right there, I never heard that before, and that blew, blew my mind a little bit. And I started to think, and he, you know, as he went, he gave examples. And, and so, you know, I didn't do it at the time, of course, but I, I, I carried that knowledge with me, and at a f- future point, you know, when I was in a different situation, and felt more comfortable just, you know, exploring this concept... I started trying to figure out what what underlied my anger. So what I started with uh, in, in certain situations I, and when I would react in anger, uh, after that I would go and I would, you know, sometimes I'd literally write it down and I'd be, you know, I'd write angry at the top. And then I'd sit and I'd think, all right, so what what actual feelings, what emotions are you feeling now? Is it is it like a bruised ego? Is it... Is it pride? Is it, you know, uh, what, 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 do, do you feel offended? And, and if you feel offended, why do you feel offended? Like, oh, you know, well, you know, he, he said this or that. And then, you know, well, why did that, that offend? And I would do this on a piece of paper. And, uh, of course, the phone rings right now. And I would, um... All right, sorry about that. I had to hit pause real quick because it's not, it's not a, you know, I forgot to unplug the phone. Uh, and apparently some robo call for a politician's election campaign since it's election season came up. So, uh, anyway. So, I, I, back to the topic at hand. So, I'd sit on a diagram what made me, what had made me angry in that moment. And, you know... I would, and if you do that enough, you start to realize where the problems lie. So, you know, oh, I'm, this uh, insulted my pride is a lot of times what I would find happened. Or uh, in my last relationship, I get angry a lot because, you know, oh, it reminds me of something my mom did. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at this person. I'm actually mad at my mom, but I take it out on this person because you remind me and you do of, and you do things that she did. So, you know, it's just, 
it was hard to become the you know shed my old personality because I, I you know I had to change myself uh, wholeheartedly, not just you know superficially. And thankfully, I landed uh, out here in the country when I when I did. I feel you know everything happens for a reason, and being able just to sit like I am now on the couch in, in the middle of nowhere and it's fairly quiet and you know nobody's nobody's really you know, walking by you know it's it's nice it's I relaxed it was the main thing I relaxed and I started I'm well I'm still working on it getting comfortable in 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 those in where I live and because I mean you know I if you live a life for a certain amount of time habits and things become ingrained in you so you know the habits were easier to shed than the learned behaviors I guess you know so if someone gets mad you know if my girlfriend gets mad at me now that doesn't mean I and I have to like pack my bags and leave but that's what I, every time you know that's what I think because every time uh, for a, a long time if I was at a, at a house or an apartment or Wherever I have, you know, that it was somebody else's, because this is not my apartment, really. I, I'm, I'm lucky enough that she lets me stay here. But so, in the past, in that situation, if someone got mad at me, that, you know, that it was a quick, quickly, I would be, you know, they'd make me want to go. So, I, you know, I have to get out of that, um, that reaction, that learned reaction of if someone gets mad at me because I'm at their apartment, I have to, like, pack my things and I have to go. But so that's a difficult one for me, I guess, and and it's fucked up because it makes my girlfriend feel as if I'm always ready to bolt, and you know, so learned behaviors are having an effect on my life now, and they're so deeply ingrained that it's difficult to let it let it go, and you know, I've never been in a, I guess, adult. Uh, romantic relationship, I guess I would say. You know, I, I was in a romantic relationship as an adult, but the relationship took on, I guess, a, it was its own kind of thing, but it was a childish in nature. So I have to learn how to have an argument with with a significant other. And I have to learn that I, I'm going to have arguments, and people, like, this person's going to frustrate me some days. And, like, that's, but but that's not, that doesn't mean, you know, uh, things are going to end. And that's what I have to, that's the part I'm having, having problems with, I guess, is because of, you know, past behaviors, or learned, learned uh, behaviors. Uh, I bring them with me into the current situation, which is a completely different situation. And it's it's a it's an amazing to me. This is I'm in an amazing. Uh, I have an amazing life right now. And it, it, you know, and I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't desire much, and I like. I I my my mind is blown, on like a daily basis because, you know. I have I have an actual life. I'm not just sleeping outside I'm not dig, you know waking up early in the morning so I can go through trash cans to try and collect returnable cans for money so I can get 
at the time. It depends, you know, how many cans I run into, but I'm getting at least, you know, some booze or, you know, I'm getting something to, to medicate myself today. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll work up until I get, I get what I need. And then, you know, I used to dig through the trash can until I hit 400 cans is what I would need. Which, at the time, I would find it every every day. But, I mean, to me, that's a, to, looking back on it, that's that's crazy. I, every day I'm, I'm digging through trash bins until I hit uh, uh, 400 cans. And then I turn them in and then I go to get what I, I want. And, it, it was you know, I used to enjoy it because I'd equate it with, like, a treasure hunt. You know, oh, am I going to get the cans today? Uh, by the way, the cat's up and awake and moving. So if you hear a bell, it's the cat. And uh, the duchess is up. So, you know, here here I am digging through it's a trash can trying to justify how it's it's not how it's not fucked up. How my life is is, you know, I don't mind it. And and I, maybe at the at the time I really didn't mind it, which is the funny thing. You know, and it was just a way of life and um you know, and and the people I surrounded myself lived the same kind of lifestyle. So, you know, it was not like, people were looking at me strange, you know, oh, you know, oh, you want one of my, you know, dig through, oh, I found some sandwiches outside the 7-Eleven dumpster, oh, yeah, let me get some, you know, there's nothing abnormal about what I'm doing to the people I'm around, uh, which justifies, you know, what I'm doing, because, you know, everyone else I'm around does, is digging through the trash can, everyone else is, is, is fucked up all day and not trying to do anything but hang out and just exist and you know that was that 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 was a big part of my life and to completely shed that and and move on is has been difficult you know and I, I knew it would be it was never supposed to be an easy easy task and and it took coming out here and and not being able to be around people who thought my behavior like that, you know, that kind of behavior is acceptable, uh, to, you know, cut, cut out the bullshit, basically. I feel like I've completely changed as a person in, in the last, you know, almost a year, year, maybe two. And, you know, in, in like 20, I'm trying to think of the year. So it was like 2017 is when I started trying to, to get myself together. It was around it was around uh April, I feel. And um you know, here I am and it's June of June of twenty nineteen, at the end of June and I'm starting to 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 figure out my personality, I guess. It would be the easiest way to explain it because I, I, I had to you know, I lived a certain lifestyle so I had a certain personality to go with with that lifestyle and changing lifestyles I have to change personalities so I you know that was the biggest the biggest hardest thing to do not you know if I Alcoholics Anonymous always says you got to change people places and things right so I would always give that lip service because you know I live in a, in a city but it's a small city how how am I gonna you know we all do same I'm gonna run into someone on the bus I'm gonna run into someone Walking down the street, I'm going to 
see them at the grocery store. I'm going to see them at uh, if I go to therapy. I'm going to see people I know in, in the in in the therapy uh, waiting room. And may, you know maybe that was the problem with living in Rochester, trying to change my life. Is I knew being homeless, you meet you meet a lot of people, and you really do. So the number of people I know in that city is is just a, a, exorbitant. Yeah, I remember, for example, one time I got on on a city bus and I had to say hello to everybody because I I knew I knew every passenger on on the bus and there wasn't there wasn't like two or three there was a good dozen, so the you know the amount of people I know up there know me as you know Johnny A. Now I'm trying to become Johnny B around people that know me as Johnny A, and there that's where the friction was coming around like I still had to function and and in, in, in this in this society that I that I had functioned in as a certain person uh you know so it just didn't it wasn't helpful but then you know I'm I, and that's why I'm so grateful I'm I moved out to where I, I, I am and I was able to even have the opportunity opportunity to, to do that because you know I, I tried moving it down to Texas to get away from everything and I guess I just wasn't ready because, you know, nothing really changed. But I just did did it in a different location. But that turned me off from... I, w- I wish I had known maybe I just needed to take a time out somewhere else. Because, you know, the one of the things in AA is don't do a geographical move. And, which is... But sometimes, I guess, that's, that's what I needed. I was at the point where I needed a geographical moved to somewhere where I didn't know anybody, nobody knew me, um, you know, and I had to just start start at point A. And, you know, my the, my girlfriend, my current girlfriend, and, and I have known each other for a while, but we were always friends, even even this encounter started as, as me hanging out on the weekends as, as friends, and it slowly evolved from there, and... So I'm st- I start off in a new relationship. I start off in a new location, and and you know I had to shed. I'm still doing it, but I I feel personally since you know um, October, late October, I think it was. I I started staying here like full time. That I've uh, I've progressed a lot. I'm not saying I'm I'm done by any means, but. Overall, I I feel like I'm a completely different person than than I was up in up in the city that you know up in Rochester, and and it sucks because I I love that city like the this weather is I'm used to being outside in this weather all day and and seeing concerts and seeing all sorts of stuff and cool views and the pictures. And in my head, I go, "Oh, the pictures that I could go out and take if I was, I was living in the city, would just today would be a great day. I'm feeling great. I'm happy. I'm in a good mood." But then, you know, I know in the back of my head that's not how it would turn out. I would go walk somewhere, take a few pictures, and maybe run into someone I know, and and the whole day would get derailed. And you know, who knows? You know, what how that that's gonna end. And and I miss that, you know. I have a sense of loss and longing f- for that. Um, but that's only on the one hand. That's the 
I think that's the most fucked up part. Part of me misses it. Part of me wishes I was I was hanging out in the city. And, you know, it's Jazz Fest week. Um, they did a huge thing where they painted, you know, uh, a couple crosswalks over by the, the Eastman School of Music. They painted piano keys, and you know, the public could help uh, paint them. And you know, in in my my brain, I'm all like, oh man, if I lived in the city, I could do that. But you know, in all reality, if I lived in the city, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd probably be trying to get to get money for 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 drugs that that are that are no good for me and hanging out with people because that's those are my friends up there, and you know, it's just that's what I'm used to and that's who I hang out with and you know, would I really if I lived in the city, would I really have made it to go paint paint the the fucking piano keys on the on the crosswalk no probably not so i you know my first instinct is to is to is to miss the the city that lifestyle that's my first that but that's instinctual but but if i sit and i take a step back out being out here in the in the boonies i call it the boonies but being out here in in the country whatever you want to call it it's not the city and it's not close to the city. I can't go walk to the... Well, I could walk to the city, but it can take me all day. day. And, you know, it's just... Being out here is what I needed. I needed a, to just get out of there where people don't know me. Where I'm just, you know, a random dude on the uh, walking down the sidewalk or something, you know? Just not... People don't expect me to act a certain way. No one's had an encounter with me. And you know, ten years ago, that was that was unpleasant. That that they feel some type of way about. I I, I'm able to relax out here because I know I'm not going to run into anybody out here, that that might might want to do me harm for for the lifestyles I've led, and that's very relaxing, you know. And and I, and uh, you know, I when I moved out here, I started to calm down. I started to relax. It was. It was definitely an experience, but I feel, you know, in the last eight, eight months or so, I feel like I've become a completely different person, and not not for the bad, not that I don't like it, I really enjoy it, who the person I've become, and, you know, I know I have a lot of work to do, I'm not by any means done, you know, I mean, it's going to be a lifelong, lifelong thing here, but... You know, I I'm I have a, I have a significant other that's that's not gonna go anywhere. I know this in the front of my head, but the back of my head always tries to talk some shit. You know, and and if and that's that's the most for me that's one of the hardest hardest things to beat is the negative self talk. You know, uh, no one talks as uh, such good shit to me as my brain does, and you know it's just that's frustrating in and of itself. Because here I am, consciously, I know this, this you know, uh, what I got to do, and I know to make this relationship work. I know I can make this relationship work. I know it, it, it will work. But then, then my back brain, so, you know, starts talking shit. And, and it's, it's crazy how that works. And that's, that's the difficult part. When, uh, when a good old, call it Rufus, I guess, you know, different... You know your your alter your other ego or personality or or whatever, but but Rufus pops up and and talks some shit in my ear, and you know, it's just it's it's hard. It's it's but I mean everything is hard. You know existence is hard.
And, you know, I, I'm so grateful for, for, for being in my current situation after so many years of, of negativity and, and bad relationships and poor decisions. I'm just much, much, much better off. And I'm so... It's weird because this is not the place I expected to land. Uh, not even remotely kind of on the radar like that, I guess. Even a, a, a year ago, I would say. I didn't, I didn't see myself living this life a year ago. I thought I was, uh, you know, going to live a whole different lifestyle. Or, you know, not, not in a bad way, but, with, you know. And it was a struggle to try to fit in to that mold. And I didn't, didn't like it. I felt like I couldn't be me. Uh, I think was a big part of it. I felt as if I wasn't allowed to be the person that I am. And that makes things very difficult. And out here, I feel with this with this current girlfriend, with my current girlfriend, I feel like I'm able to be who I am. Uh, you know, I'm a little crazy. I'm a little bonkers. I'm a little off the wall. Uh, you know, and and I I don't get looked at in a, in a in a in a way that makes me feel less than or anything along those lines. And I have to learn how to sustain a good relationship. I feel, you know, all in all, overall, big picture, we, um, we have a good relationship. And, you know, coming from the last relationship where we would, you know, it was a toxic relationship, we would both acknowledge that. We did over the years. We just never did anything about it because... You know, we just weren't meant to be, but this this feels more more along the lines of meant to be. You know, I mean, come on, how many... How, I've never in my life had my mind blown pretty much every day if I, when I sit and, you know, look around and start thinking and take stock of where I am. It, it blows, boggles, bamboozles my mind, however you want to say it, but it's it's quite, quite strange in a, in a good way. Not not necessarily in a bad way, but it's still still strange, and you know, I don't know where I'm going with this. I didn't have a plan for today, but you know, I'm almost out of out of time really. So I guess I'll just leave my ramblings at that. Uh, so in in short, you know, basically, I'm I'm so grateful and so appreciative. To, to be able to have made it to where I am today. And I, I can't even begin to explain the, uh, the, you know, the, the overwhelming positive feelings I have in regards to my current life, lifestyle, and everything that goes along with it. So thank you for listening today. I'm only pretty sure I have one listener, but whoever's listening, thank you. Uh, it was a kind of 
kind of off the head, you know, free thought rambling kind of day. I, I don't know. It is what it is. I just wanted to get a podcast out there that had no, had no topics. So I just kind of meandered there. So hopefully it was enjoyable. Again, I'm not going to say when I'll podcast again. Hopefully I'll be able to, to do another one this week. I want to kind of kind of get to two a week, uh, you know, maybe, and then try to figure a schedule out. I'm going to look into that website stuff, all, all that good st- stuff and t- to move this along and uh, see what happens with all that with all that good jazz. So, you know, it's a nice day out today. So if you're around western New York, enjoy enjoy the sun and, and the not too hot, hot weather. Uh, I know it's Monday, so people might be at work. Uh, just hold on. Five o'clock's coming. It's almost there. And, you know, uh, hopefully you'll join me later this week. So no one's told you today you're loved, you're appreciated, and you're needed in this world. Uh, Have a good day, folks. Thank you for listening.